0: welcome back to the crossfit bath podcast as always with me jason joining me this week uh, it's a, it's another in a series of goodbye episodes uh, all these people that are abandoning bath but we have matt longshore finally fin- finishing off the uh, the longshore sibling quota that i needed to get on so matt how are you yeah i'm good thank you just uh, living my life in The new city, but a stone's throw away from Bath. So, oh, you should make out that it's a lot further away, and that way people wouldn't be like, Oh, why did you leave CrossFit Bath if you
1: live so close? Sam did actually tell me that. He was like, So, how are you going to commute back? Are you going to cycle? What are you thinking? No, Sam.
0: (laughs) So, um, we've had Evie on, and I've got to put it out there straight away. You are Evie's brother. I had to say the same thing when Evie was on that you are Matt's sister, because it was a question I used to get all the time
1: yeah for about three years i think for a while
0: oh do they, do they know each other I'm like they're brother and sister <laughs> ah that would explain why they have the same surname i know yeah why they talk to each other like actual dirt sometimes <laughs> yeah i think i think that's what triggers the question is people are just like how does he get away with speaking to the coach like that and how does she still have a job if she speaks to him like that
1: that's the thing. And it always boils down to, there's always two reactions. Like very few people go, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. Most people go, yeah, I totally see that 100%. It all makes sense. And the other half of people go, no, surely not. It's like, yeah, same surname. It's there. I
0: promise. How could two people be related? <laughs> Sounds impossible. Matt, as fun as this little tangent is, uh, we've got to warm up before we we risk injuring a podcast muscle so the first question very simple peanut butter crunchy or smooth smooth 100 percent. oh that's I mean that's that's you know it's good that you're leaving that you've said that (laughs) because I feel like the crunchies would come for you is there a reason because generally people that say crunchy always say like for the texture I think that's probably part of
1: it I mean okay crunchies crunchies got crunchies good don't get me wrong I'm not here to start some sort of violence between the groups i don't think i need to but for me it's smooth it's easier to spread on things and if i'm honest as well i get sick of looking like a dog working through a difficult question because i'm just picking it out of my teeth and i do find myself absent-mindedly doing it in meetings which is why i try not to have my camera on sometimes because that causes problems but yeah smooth all the way
0: well I'm, I'm happy with the answer and i'm very happy with the reasoning behind the answer as well You have just done the absolute perfect thing. If anyone is watching the video version of this, because I was about to say, it's Friday evening that we're recording this. What would be your go-to Friday evening drink? It's beer. It's very counter to the whole like,
1: yeah, fitness, lifestyle. Let's, you know, be slim and capable and healthy and everything. But beer is really nice.
0: (laughs) So there it is. There we go. Any any, any brand that you want to, give a plug to who knows they might send you a free case that's a good point i mean the problem for me is
1: that i started out life as a very much an ale drinker and now i drink pretty much all beer except you know this, the beer people will now come for me but i don't for instance like vice beer or sour beers but pretty much every lager or ale under the sun is fine by me wow a man of discerning taste clearly. exactly
0: right i'm told okay. variety is the key I like how you spun that it's not that I'll just drink anything I find (laughs) I just like variety yeah okay (laughs) so obviously I've I've mentioned that you're you're leaving that you're going um if you'd had the opportunity to program your own goodbye workout maybe for the I'm I'm gonna say the classic 8pm crew Mm. what would that workout be? I think I've got two options
1: for that. It would either be a workout that I know I'd be really, I'd really enjoy because it's things I'd be good at, in which case it would probably have involved box jumps, power cleans, push press and double unders, which I mean, that would have been fun. If I just had to pick a workout and just do one uh, and I had no constraints over what we were doing, I'd make everyone do Murph really (laughs) yeah I think it's it's a really it's really odd but I do think that we've done Murph a couple of times and you know you know how life is you miss it you miss wads because you're away or because you're working or you know things get in the way but we've done Murph a couple of times and it's always a really really good class because obviously CrossFit scaling we can do what we want it's always really really good because there's always someone about your pace who's on your same level and you two can kind of get each other through the first run, get each other through the massive sets of numbers to get done and eventually poke each other on the run back to remind
0: yourself that you're still alive. So I like that. Are, are you insisting that it's unpartitioned or you're going to let people break it up? No, no, no. The, if, if um, you know,
1: if the, if the whole point of CrossFit is scaling and when none of us are going to the games, then why
0: don't we just do it in a way that we're going to enjoy ourselves? OK, so that's me watching you do it. Then that's how I enjoy it. Nice. But very good. Oh, I mean, that's a I think I'd be all right with both of those, to be honest. Either one. I was a bit worried. I mean, you said power cleans and, you know, me. Yeah. I like to remove that word power from most of those Olympic lifts. But um, but no, I, I'm, I'm all right with that. I, I can I can live with either one of those workouts. Final question for you, Matt. I am mean, so intrigued to hear the answer to this one. Okay. Who would play you in the CrossFit Bath movie? See, I had a bit of a think about
1: this because this was the only one that I, this is the only question that I knew came up a lot. I've probably settled on sort of Fight Club era Edward Norton. Really? Mm, probably. I don't know what that says about my perspective on myself, but there it is. It's out in the world now. I can't take it back.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. I like that you thought about it. I like that your answer was about 15 minutes quicker than evie's which was uh, still holds the record for the longest it's taken someone to answer that question as of a few episodes ago i started fan casting myself as well so i've oh, i've yeah. been making choices for other people uh, and i'm saying this every episode at the moment i don't know why i've done this it's clearly going to backfire quite spectacularly one day but now, for intrigued. you for you i have picked timothy oliphant who is, I don't know
1: him off the top of my head. Uh, so he was technology. the guy
0: in Justified. It's probably the thing he's most known for.
1: Okay.
0: Um, he was also in season two of The Mandalorian. That's probably the most recent thing people might have seen most him in. Recent stuff. Yeah. Where he had um, very ill-fitting Boba Fett armor, uh, and he was uh, a sheriff in in a town. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, um, Google him later. Yep. That's who I think would play you. It me. It means nothing. <laughs> it changes. Absolutely nothing in your life, but now you know who who I picture in my head while listening back to this podcast during the edit. I think it's good.
1: It's good to get a little sort of vibe check from other people to be like, "This is what you're putting out in the world." FYI.
0: Yeah. When we finish this podcast and I stop recording, I will tell you one absolutely insane casting choice I have made for somebody that might one day come on the podcast. Okay, I'm into that. Can't wait for that. <laughs> and uh, and everyone else listening. Sorry, Matt, you're leaving CrossFit Bath. Uh, You've already mentioned that you've moved. So it's not a I hate Bath. I hate CrossFit. I never want to do this thing again. It is a purely I'm now living in another in another city, which means I'm not going to be coming to CrossFit Bath. Uh, The the 8 p.m. crew is disappearing at a rapid rate. Yeah. Rob is getting worried. He's getting really angry about it. Uh, You know, Derek's left you're going um i've basically shifted to only being half the week at 8 p.m and then half the week at 10 p.m at uh, uh, 10 p.m no, that'd be great <laughs> half 10 in the morning um which i am reminded of every time i go at 8 p.m <laughs> so uh we just lost a uh,
1: shalia as well didn't we she just we lost um...
0: shalia as well yeah so the list just the, the list just keeps growing um <laughs> which means spaces are now available for the 8 p.m. crew. So, you know, put in your applications. We'll vet them and let you know if you make it. We don't hold interviews, but we do uh, unrelenting, punishing banter. As you're leaving now, I suppose the great question would be to ask, how did it all begin? Um, And and also because if I'm not wrong, uh, when I started at CrossFit Bath, Which is what I have to remind the 8 p.m. crew of this fact as well, is that this kind of me betraying the 8 p.m. crew. Actually, when I started at CrossFit Buff, I used to go more often to the 10.30 a.m. class in the beginning. Um, And then I shifted to 8 p.m. and now I've split between the two. But I remember, and I might be wrong, but I remember working out with you quite often, even at the 10.30 class in the morning.
1: Yeah. So for me, it was... I'm also going to confess that I cannot quite remember what year it was I started because it's either 2017 or 2018, but I actually can't remember. Um, I came back from living in Swansea and Evie had been doing CrossFit uh, quite a while at university and I came back, was unsure as to what I was going to do from a physical training perspective and she said, you might like this, I think you'll like this no really come try this please and uh so i went to when we were back in one i went to a taster session there um which was yeah fantastic uh had a really nice time there really enjoyed it immediately was on board to oh yeah i'm gonna do this absolutely uh so we signed up for i i was myself and my dad at the time uh were both going and we went on the like the four-week or the six-week intro rotation, uh, which was really good. I have a number of embarrassing stories about me learning how to do CrossFit from that time in my life and after that point, but it was pretty much, I think, probably one of the best fitness decisions I'd ever made. I got badged or made safe, or like, yes, this one doesn't do too many silly things. We can probably have him in a class. And I started training pretty regularly. At the 10:30, because at the time I was working in hospitality, so my evenings weren't my own, the weekends weren't really my own, but very few people want to go to the pub at 10:30 in the morning on a weekday. So I trained 10:30 in the morning, which was a nice sweet spot. I did that for a long, long time. And then in 2018, I went and did a master's, and as a result, I had to say goodbye to 10:30 a.m. training. I transitioned to training at 8 p.m. And I basically never went back because as soon as I came out of a master's, I went into working a professional job, which meant nine ish to five ish. So 8pm was the
0: last chance in the day to get a workout in the class. So I just kept the slot. It just seemed good. It, it is good. I, I love working at 8pm. I've got to defend it because I, I do love it. and And so it's similar to you. Like when I started, It was more because both I and Rochelle were coming. And so it was more convenient to do her to do 9.30 that at the time was ladies class. And then I would do 10.30 and, you know, and we had Harvey and we would kind of swap him over. Mm. Then she wasn't coming anymore. It made sense for me to not abandon my family in the day, but to try and be with my family in the day. And then 8 p.m. when the kids are in bed, go and do CrossFit. But now that she started again, it makes more sense once again to shift back to that on, you know, on certain days She'll do nine thirty, and I'll do ten thirty. So yeah, definitely. Eight, but it's a lovely class. They're both lovely classes. I love everybody. Please, people, leave me alone. Stop. <laughs> why will why won't people leave alone the person who keeps putting himself out there on these
1: recorded podcasts?
0: I know, right. Now I've got a couple of questions based on what you said. Hmm. Um, I'm intrigued by a few things because one is that you moved back, and you were so you were like undecided on what you were going to do for your physical fitness which I find a fascinating statement as somebody who, when I moved to a city previously, probably now it would be different having done CrossFit for so long. And mm. I would be thinking, is there a box? Um, and if so, what's it like, or would I be better off just doing open gym somewhere? Like, is, mm. you know, okay. But when I moved here, it was not even a consideration in my mind of oh, is there a gym that I could go to. Like I hadn't, I wasn't thinking about my physical fitness needs at the time so the fact that you were thinking about that what is your kind of background then with keeping fit sport health i don't i don't know you you pick one of those things and run with it sure
1: um so for me it may not it may surprise you or may not surprise you to know that i come from quite a sporty family background obviously evie was very very sporty in her youth i was very very sporty um we did all kinds of things like, you know, we did, we dabbled in lots of things like tried tennis, hockey. Uh, We both swam quite seriously for quite a long time with um, bath dolphins and whatnot. But for me, none of that was like the best thing until at about 11, I discovered judo, which my dad had done to very high level when he was younger and then was injured and then couldn't carry on with it basically. I took to that really, really quickly. Um I really enjoyed that and I did that up until just before sort of coming to CrossFit. Uh in fact there was a small crossover period. The reason I say it was um a question in my mind was because at the time before joining CrossFit, I had been living in Swansea, where I was training quite a lot at a very good uh judo hall, a dojo there, where there were a lot of really, really good. Uh, Welsh judo clubs Uh, Wales produces some really really good judo players and so it's the phenomenon of being a little fish in a big big pond full of people that will always challenge you always push you to be better and always teach you something and it was a physical training that I couldn't really mimic myself I had a gym membership in tandem so I trained on the days I wasn't doing judo and then I did judo the rest of the time and that was really really fun I really enjoyed that but it was never going to be something that you know I was going to do professionally or anything like that because you need to start that way 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 younger um, and you need to be better so I moved back and realized I needed something because I couldn't just go back to doing gym by myself because there wasn't a reason to do it there wasn't a goal I wasn't in I wasn't enjoying it because what I now realize is that the thing I enjoyed as well as the fitness was the community aspect was having other like-minded people who want to do the same thing as you because it's I have a lot of flex I have a lot of friends but I have very few friends who I could persuade to swing a kettlebell do burpees or come on a run with me because it turns out that a lot of people don't enjoy those things I would have a lot less trouble standing up in my office and saying, who wants to go to the pub, you know? And so it was really nice to come back and discover something that I knew would push me in the same way and would give me something to work toward. Because there are things in CrossFit that, you know, I couldn't do when I started and I still can't do now. Some of them, you know, I still cannot snatch above a certain weight because I haven't worked on it enough. But before I started, I couldn't do a ring muscle up. So that was fun
0: to learn. Oh, another little flex there right because you're like saying oh there's some things i can't do i can't snatch a certain weight so i can snatch i just can't snatch to a certain weight which, a which could though. be an insane weight nobody knows and then the example of something you couldn't do that you can do is a ring muscle up it's probably yeah. one of the the kind of the goals for so many that is just so out so it seems so out of reach it's and you're it... like of course i can do that one I, we, I we definitely can think that. I definitely think it's the um it's the better one, but that sort of shows my hand as to why I haven't got better at snatching, doesn't it? You know. Now, uh, another thing you mentioned was like discovering this thing because mm. this sort of was another question I had for you when when Evie is presenting because I mean the way you told the story beautifully done, very good for a podcast was you know Evie kind of saying, "Come, I think you should enjoy this. You'll really enjoy this. You should come and enjoy this. You're going to like this." Was that? Did you need some convincing? like did you have or had you encountered CrossFit before did you have some kind of misconceptions maybe or maybe actually you you knew you know I I don't know I'm just wondering what you knew about CrossFit before and when she'd sort of come up to you and said hey I'm doing this thing CrossFit you should give it a try what like your response and reaction was going to be then to that so it's
1: a real mix um partly I I didn't really know about CrossFit except that if anyone asked me you know what Evie was doing I said oh and obviously you know in her spare time she's doing a fair bit of CrossFit you'll there's like that crossover in the Venn diagram of people will be like what's CrossFit and people in the fitness world typically you know particularly about five years ago people would say oh really Mm, don't know about that CrossFit's that's the one where people keep injuring themselves isn't it and you know that's a whole there are I'm sure there are thousands of hours of podcasters who are f- everything from physiotherapists to CrossFit athletes and everything in between being like, no, or yes, it's that's not where I'm going with that. But I didn't really know anything about CrossFit, but I I knew about hit training. I knew about weightlifting. I knew about gymnastics and I knew about all the things that come in between. And the pitch was basically it's all those things but you're going to do them all at the same time. And I thought, well, that sounds intriguingly dynamic. Let's give that a go. I mean, worse comes to worse. I don't like it, you know? And the thing that I used to sort of pithily say about trying to find something I liked in fitness was that, the thing I liked most about judo apart from the competition and the training and all that stuff one of the things I really liked is that it always pushed me because there were very few ways that you could say please stop attacking me now whereas in the gym I could just put the weight down and there's literally no power it has over me at that point whereas I quite liked sort of the whiteboard aspect of like you're going to do this we'll change it so that you can do it but you're gonna do it and I quite liked that almost accountability and that was part of what just immediately stuck for me
0: yeah it's interesting uh, yeah i i think it's a good like i i like the attitude of well i'll give it a go i'll go have a look at it and the worst mm. case is i don't like it versus oh, i've heard stories about this and it's not for me like just go and have a look i'll give it a try maybe it is for you mm. you don't know so i think that's very interesting i i'm and and i'm intrigued by kind of the parallels that you've found to to crossfit and judo that's, that's mm. probably something that i wouldn't have uh, picked out myself obviously because um i know even fewer ways to make someone stop attacking me <laughs> I just say oh would you like to be on a podcast and then they beat me even harder <laughs> so, so I, I have another question because I'm, I'm wondering if this is all linked um i'm really i'm really breaking you down on this one today mm-hmm. so one thing that i think you have a bit of a reputation for within the box um, and I hope you won't mind me saying this, and I hope people would agree with me, is that you are someone who is always very strict on your movement standards, on making sure that you know, a rep is a rep, that it's done correctly in the best way. You've talked about having to scale at times, and I, and I think classically that's the problem, right, is at times people don't necessarily scale when maybe they should, uh, and or you know they jump to RX maybe too soon, and it compromises the movement a little bit. Um, And and I've always found training with you. You've always been someone that I know kind of will keep me accountable and will also keep some self quite accountable to make sure that every rep is, you know, the 10th rep looks like the first rep, that kind of classic, all the things Ed shouts at us all the time while we're working out. Do you feel there's any, is that a carryover maybe from judo and the kind of discipline needed and how kind of precise you had to be there? Is that just you in general? your mentality or is that something that crossfit bath themselves drilled into you
1: i think it's a combination of all of them but for they're either doing the same thing or they're reinforcing each other so when you learn to do all the things you learn to do in judo there's a way to do them and then you learn to perfect that and then you learn to do that better faster more aggressively and then as you start to fight people in in your club in competition you learn that actually we all know the playbook so don't stand this way or he's going to do this to me don't stand this way she's going to do this to you etc cetera, etc cetera. so after a certain point you start to adapt and you change things and then you drill the changed maneuver and it goes on and on and on it's a constant evolving arms race between everyone who knows what and how but obviously you do have to get things right because if you drop people on their head they don't want to train with you anymore and if you Knock people out, they don't want to train with you anymore because it takes a certain kind of person to come and train already. It takes another kind of person to keep coming back when someone abuses them, which is not that's not kosher with anyone. So that was part of it. You need to learn to drill that precision. But then when you come to CrossFit Bath, for instance, CrossFit Bath's really good for this. Um, I've been to other boxes because I travel a fair bit for work and the standards are not as good. I won't name names, I won't Put up a list and start slagging people off. There are places that are not as good it's really that simple, but also part of the point of this is that we're supposed to be working ourselves so there's I would argue the bit that's maybe me or the instilled ideology that's been put into me over years of various kinds of training is that if I'm doing this, I should probably do it right There's a reason I'm doing it this way it shouldn't hurt me. It should make me better at what I'm doing. And ultimately, if they're telling me to do it this way, who am I to say that that's wrong? You know, I mean, I don't know anything about musculoskeletal structure. So I don't think for a second that rounding my back is better for me. And I have absolutely no evidence to suggest that that would be better if I were deadlifting. It's not, don't do it. But you know, it would be silly to suggest that you did know better. So I think
0: a combination. Yeah, I I think, I guess, uh, yeah, because I I guess people don't necessarily do things because they think, oh, the coach doesn't know what he's talking about. This is better for me. I I think at times it's a a, a little bit ego, but maybe less ego and more kind of drive, I suppose is a nicer way to put it, because I don't think it's always somebody is like, oh, I've got to make sure I'm lifting the most. I think sometimes it's kind of going in with that goal of like, Oh, I'd really like to hit this weight in my deadlift. Mm. And they do Definitely. hit that weight, but rounding the back. And it's kind of yeah. like actually maybe spend a you know another couple of weeks going a lighter weight, building up to that weight that you want to hit, but mm. nailing in the technique, making sure mm. that every lift every lift looks as good as the one before it and that they're all spot on in that. So I, I I think I think there is a combination of things, but it's interesting the way. You know sort of like the equation you've made to to get to that point mm. and to be clear I'm
1: not sort of saying that other people are doing these things it's just that I know that personally I know that I have to hold myself to a high standard because if I allow myself to slip I'll just keep doing it and you know we've all had that experience of being like gosh I really would love to not have to do x next y next whatever it is but part of I realized very quickly that part of what I enjoyed about the accountability of doing CrossFit was that it pushed me to do the things I wouldn't necessarily make myself do I mean as a result of it I don't hate burpees as much anymore but I had to do a lot of really moaning sessions of doing a lot of burpees before that changed but now I don't mind as much so eventually maybe
0: I'll do the same with snatching who knows who knows who knows indeed yeah it's interesting I I feel like I was speaking to someone the other day about this and, and about gym membership versus training at home and even having a good setup and all of that uh and i think i just pulled out a workout that we'd done like not long ago and it's like mm. this was a, a horrific workout but i did it there's no way i would do that at home like on my own at home it it's not happening but there with other people and being told well this is the workout for today you just you know get it done right that's yeah. like there's what like yes sir okay i'll go and do that <laughs> if that's what's on the board that must be what i have to do today yeah uh, glad i'm paying for this that's the mentality right yeah um, absolutely so that that's uh, okay it's very interesting all of this now i had a question and then you throw up another thing because i had initially kind of two questions i wasn't sure which way to go and you've mentioned them both to a degree you have mentioned dropping in at other boxes
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and we've spoken about this off pod many a times when you've come back from different boxes about some of the things you've seen that were quite interesting. There we go. That's a nice diplomatic choice of words. So now that you've moved and you've kind of got to start your fitness journey again, somewhere else,
1: Mm.
0: how much, because honestly that's something that I worry about. Like I have no intention to move from Bath now, but it is one of those things where I think it's not just a case of moving and being like, is there a box box? But is there a box, and how good is it? Like that's, and not even how good is the box. I'll be honest with you, it can be literally a cardboard box, as we've learned from our time at Twerton Park. How good is the coaching? How good is the programming? Like, they're the questions, right? So how how are you approaching now then the move? Like, okay, I need to find somewhere else. What's your take? Are you finding another CrossFit gym? Are you just going to do your own thing for a while? What's what's your plan? Mm -hmm.
1: So I've got a pair of boxes that I would look at Uh, where I'm located at the moment in Bristol. There's about a 20 minute cycle, literally in the opposite directions to two boxes, which I think would be good. Um, I've had a little look at them. I've read a little bit about them online. But that's uh, that's basically as far as you can go. So what I've done now is I've emailed them both. I'm saying, hey, I'm new to the area looking to drop in. Could I come in, see what's going on? So on and so forth. The I have obviously therefore, because of work, been unable to actually do that as yet. So because of lockdown, you know, we have a back catalogue of workouts you can do by yourself in the garden, in the living room, whatever it be. So my kettlebell's getting a lot of work at the moment, basically. And I I plan basically to go to one of these two boxes because they're convenient enough that i can just i can probably push myself to go oh it's a 20 minute cycle that's nothing that's the other thing i was very spoiled in bath it was a a 15 minute walk or a 20 minute walk i think was the longest i've ever had to do to get to one of the boxes so you know convenience aside i've got options but what as to what the boxes are going to be like that for me is going to be the the deciding factor because it's a It's probably something that the coaches would like to hear. We are quite spoiled at CrossFit Bath. Um, The coaching is really, really good. We have a lot of very, very capable coaches who do really good work with the classes. And they all do things slightly differently, which means that it's always a little bit varied, which, as we've come for varied fitness, is probably on brand. So we're very spoiled in that sense but also they're attentive in a way that i've seen coaches not be which i think is to the detriment of classes uh i've seen classes where for instance i've turned up at a box said hey i'm completely new here Uh, i came yesterday for the first time but you know this is your house you tell me how to live basically and the coach wrote the whole thing on the board and then just shouted to a room full of people who are you know they've got a they've got a pvc pipe and they're doing some pass servers or maybe they're stretching their arm off a bit or something like that's the workout we're going to start in 5 minutes so you've got 5 minutes to get yourself tip top and ready to go you need to stretch you need to warm up you need to peak your heart rate you need to get your lungs firing because we're going to do a 45 minute piece which is going to run the full gamut from assault biking for max calories to ring muscle ups for time so get going And I kind of saw that and thought, wow, I miss the whiteboard talk a lot right now. Like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Are we going for weight? Are we going for technique? Are we going for time? These these aren't even the same thing. This isn't all an amrap. This some of this is to time, some of this is to amrap. What's my stimulus here? Why am I doing this? Because and also what should I prioritize? I mean, if I try and snatch that weight and then go straight into those kettlebell swings, I will hurt myself. So I'm going to have to just trust that X years of having good coaches keep an eye on me is going to prepare me for this. But to an amateur, someone who's just starting, I don't think that would
0: be very good. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing your review on the two boxes for you. Check out. <laughs> and um, and yeah, let us know how that goes. And if I mm. find out that you're just doing home workouts, well, that's answered the question really, then, hasn't it? Mm. At that point. So my final question for you, because you mentioned. Uh, this was something you you liked about judo was the uh, competing and you know that was another element of it so wh- what's the kind of your your stance on crossfit competitions have you done any is it something you're planning to do in the future i mean i know you're you're quite busy with your your work and life at the moment but is that something you kind of have an eye on i think it's something i would like to do i did I did plan on doing
1: one of the many competitions that were lined up that were um, that was torpedoed by COVID arriving on the scene in our lives. Uh, I was planning on doing something with Derek before he moved away. Now but I wondered if
0: you were going to specify who it was because yeah. <laughs> there was a
1: lot of controversy over this. Robbed did <laughs> <in> like that, <laughs> not one bit but um, I mean that was that was the first time I'd done so. I I'd heard about other people competing, I'd seen stuff about it and it looked fun, to be honest. I know, but I think I think the competition for me is going to be a step up to an area that will shine a very harsh light. I think on the areas where I'm not good. So I think I probably want to have had a quite good week before that, because I think what will happen is they'll find a couple of things that go, you really should work on that. And I think that'll be the impetus to give me a bit of a kick and say,
0: just do it, just fix those gaps, so you can just be better. Work on that snatch. Leave those rings alone. Yeah. <laughs> just just work on the overhead mobility. Learn to snatch properly. Just do it. Okay. Well, I look forward to um I was going to say bumping into you at a competition, but everybody knows there's no chance of me being at a competition to bump into you. So, um I look forward to to one day seeing your name on a list of people that are at a competition and 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 I mean, I don't know if you've watched much of the semi-finals. A lot of those had one rep max snatch events. So, definitely uh definitely a skill it just makes
1: sense
0: <laughs> i still need to work on that it's been great catching up with you matt uh, it's you know it's sad to see you go because yeah. you are probably one of the people i've i've trained with the most um from when i started at crossfit bath until until now so um you know it's sad to see anyone leave but obviously you're someone that I, i've known for quite a long time at the box but you know all the best in in bristol and hopefully you know, you'll find a, a, a good box to to go to. If not, you're just going to start your own one at home. That's great. Why not? I'm sure Evie will be happy to go along and do some coaching now and again. Oh, here's a final question for you then. When you specified the great coaching at CrossFit Bath, does that mm. include Evie? Are, we, are, are you looping her in on that compliment?
1: Yeah, I'd loop her in with that.
0: She's oh. good, for good for the energy. Wow. I'm not sure how to take that, but that's great. All right well thank you so much matt uh thank you everyone for listening hopefully you've enjoyed uh having a, a chance just to hear matt's voice one more time before he abandons bath forever but who knows maybe he'll drop in in the future maybe his family still live in bath so there's a good chance he might he might be around right yeah probably i could see that oh there was no confidence in that answer <laughs> <laughs> great well thanks matt thank you everybody we'll see you all next week